Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rot in hell. Would you like a cookie, son? Feels like a big day for you, Keith. Why is today a big day for me? Ace Ventura, pet detective. <laughs> Just seems like uh, this is like your holy grail. Oh, is that today? I, I hardly <laughs> noticed. <laughs> All right, here we are. We're doing back. the doing the second of three of Jim Carrey's Big 1994. We've done Dumb and Dumber. The mask waits in the wings. <laughs> <laughs> it may be on the shelf for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I bet we could have said that about Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and yet here we are. <laughs> here we are. I don't. Uh, I don't like your tone. Already for this episode. Oh come on! And uh, I'm I'm actually I'm very curious. As as we said before in the program, we don't we try not to communicate too much between Ev and I. Uh, you know to Period. to make <laughs> the end stop. of sentence show over. <laughs> we try also to not uh, spoil our our opinions for this show. So I'm I'm actually very curious now. Want to rewatch? I know you've seen it. Yeah. Um, how you're feeling about Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Where do you want to start? How do you want to start? Who do you well, want to start? Let's start there. I mean, I can only assume that you love it, loved it when it came out, and love it still. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, that's 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 fair. Uh, when you fair. you just rewatched it. When was the last time you saw it before that? You know what? I haven't watched it in a really long time. Uh, about a week. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's I, I honestly I can't pinpoint the last time I've seen it. Uh, all the way through. It's been on TV now and then, you know, so you catch bits and pieces every once in a while, and you're like, oh, that part's really funny, I, I, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but a full sit-down, I don't know, five years, ten years, probably in that in that range? Yeah. Five like, to ten? I probably definitely hadn't seen it in at least, like, 12 <laughs> to 15. <laughs> you know, like, like mid to early 20s, I probably, was the last time I just sat and watched it all the way through. Yeah. Uh, but I probably would have seen it roughly 4,000 times before that in its entirety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen this movie quite uh, quite some time. Um, many times, I should say. Yes, this was a large, large on repeat, uh, repeat viewing for, I think particularly the target audience of, of which we, fe we fell right into, which is yeah. uh, pubescent boys in the <laughs> early and mid 90s. Which is, which is crazy. It's actually a place that I thought about starting and I feel like, Segway. Here's my, there's one of my biggest takeaways, is that I watched this movie when I was 12. Yeah. With 12? I, I'm, you know, I think it came, it came out in 1994. I was 11. I didn't see it in theaters, so I had to see it when I was 12. So, I can't believe this movie is not rated R. <laughs> like, <laughs> now looking back <laughs> and at the standards that we have today, I, there's, there's so many things that seem fairly adult in, in today's climate, <laughs> especially, yeah. that uh, that's maybe what stuck out to me most this viewing, is that, God, Jesus, this, this comes out today as is? Is it not rated R? Is it not NC-17? Like, where it, is it? Everyone goes straight to jail if this movie comes out today as is. Would a real woman be missing these? <laughs> like, there, there are arrests being made. 
Uh, all right. I have I have very vivid memories of of when it came out because it was such a big deal. I remember just as like in young youth culture, it was such a big deal. It seemed like the only thing that anyone I knew was talking about. And yeah. I remember I too was 10, you know, 10, 11 years old. And my sister and I, her being four years older than me, lobbying our parents to allow us to rent it because we couldn't go see it in the theater. So please let us rent this movie that all our friends are talking about, everybody at school is talking about. And my mom really didn't want to let us rent it because she'd read some stuff about it. My dad famously does not care. Uh, and we were like, we were, this is like we were really advocating. You know, like we yeah, were yeah. really like please, like, please, please. They finally, much to my mom's chagrin, allowed us to do it, but my mom sat in the next room just like glaring at us. <laughs> like, like, like honestly, it was like so uncomfortable because she just wanted to like wait and get a sense of how bad it was. And there's yeah. a lot of profanity throughout this film. There's a lot of profanity throughout the beginning. There's the woman sucking his, you know, and he's, oh, <laughs> the, real friendly the, around here. And like, so like we made it 20 job. minutes. We made it 20 minutes into the movie and we were so uncomfortable. We just turned it off. So I go to my buddy Josh Hamilton's house and we watch it four times a day. Yeah. <laughs> like, where, where dreams are made. Josh yeah. Hamilton, where yes. dreams are made. <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. I've never met him, but he's a great guy. He's a great guy. It's where I got a lot of my education. I got to watch a lot of good stuff. But yeah, so I, I remember it being a huge deal and everyone doing the voice uh, and doing doing the quotes and then we can talk about that. And how are you this afternoon? All righty then. But yeah, I loved it. I loved it as a kid. And... Uh, and then watching it again recently, I was surprised by how much I still liked it. Like, yeah. it has some problems, both both uh, subjective and objective. There are some <laughs> some pretty serious issues that uh, we'll we'll touch on here. But as just like a funny comedy movie, uh, Jim Carrey Hall of Fame, like it's. I was really impressed by how how his shtick didn't wear as thin. This time, Ooh. as I thought it was going to. Like, I went into it thinking, like, I'm going to think it's still funny. I'm going to laugh. And I remember a lot of the lines. But I bet you it gets really annoying. And it doesn't really. There's only a couple parts where you're like, okay, scale it back just a little. But <laughs> all in all, it's a great time. It's a great memory. It's super 90s. It's incredibly of its, it's time. Incredibly it's incredibly 90s. Yeah, it's incredibly of its time. Another sort of takeaway that I, I had on this watch is I, I remember it, again, you, <laughs> when things hit you at a certain age, they, they stick with you and they become good just because of how much you love it. And I just remember thinking that this was not only funny, but a good story too, or like at least some like, uh, you know, some, some thought behind it, similar to how I felt about Dumb and Dumber. And on this rewatch with a more critical eye, I can see that to be untrue. That was probably my <laughs> biggest <laughs> biggest takeaway from this is that the movie is not uh, is not great <laughs> for many reasons that we can discuss. But the thing that makes the movie, I mean, is Jim Carrey and that character. I fell in love and I think everyone fell in love with the character and just went along for the ride. They would have liked any movie that unfolded. I think that's sort of my uh, critical take is that you just, you, I think you just love Jim Carrey. And I know I do. I just say that universally. But well, this, everyone this, did in 1994. Yeah, like, this was, character. They were ready like, you just, you love, you just, He's just, you've never seen anything like him before. You've never experienced anything like it before. On screen, 
just it's it's just awesome to watch him do what he does. And this is the vehicle that did it. So I think yeah. everyone just likes the movie and it's and remembers it very fondly. It's a really big swing. And I was I was kind of surprised and impressed in a way that this was the first of the three that came out that year. So it's like this was his first starring vehicle and for it to be such like what you might think of as like ah this is potentially kind of niche like yeah. and I like it like that's not gonna it, that sense of humor is not gonna be for everybody. And I read something that he said at the time of just like I'm gonna I'm just I'm gonna go big and just I'm going for it and this might make or break me. And like it's crazy to think that if you know if people were a little like who the fuck is this guy and why is he so loud and obnoxious? He like a glove. Then who knows what happens with the mask and Dumb and Dumber? And of course, and, you know, yeah. maybe they even scale back on those things, or they they don't want to feature him as much, and like things are totally different. But because this worked so well, like it it, it, it launched it career. launched a new era. Well, I true. I I think it's interesting from the from the stuff that 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 I read is I, I don't think Jim Carrey at that point in his career was anyone's first choice. He was not the first choice here, and a couple other notable names that get tossed around. Uh, but he received a writing credit for this because yeah. they bring him on and he makes it his own. I think there was, I, I think I even read like, he tried it a little more straight. Like originally, they, uh, David Allen Greer was one of the names and I think he's talked about how they like offered in the role and it's just like, ah, it's not for me. I turned that movie down. Um, you turned down Ace Ventura? They said, you and Rob Schneider, will put you guys together. And I was like, no, thank you. And I love David Allen Greer. I, I think he's great personally. Uh, but can, you can't see anyone else in the role because it's just Jim Carrey. Yeah. Like ta owning this and taking this over. And this, I think even this uh, alrighty then was from uh, a stand-up bit. Good to be here. My name is Jim Carrey and how are you this evening? Alrighty then. Mm. I think it, like, it was a character that he had already created that yeah. he sort of just said, hey, let's do that. Like this feels a little flat. I think I could punch it up a little bit more. What if we took it? you know, to 11, sort of with this character in mind. Yeah. And I think they sort of just went with it, and that's why he gets a writing credit for it. It's just him, and and yeah. someone had to believe in him. Someone had to say, yeah, go for it. Well, Good imagine job. if it wasn't him, and it was any of those other names that you read, like even someone that's really talented and funny, like David Allen Greer, like it's gonna be, it's not gonna have that kind of manic energy, and then it would be a lot easier to focus on like the film's shortcomings in terms of structure yeah. and story and all that stuff. But as it is, you just walk away going like, holy shit, that was incredible, that was so much fun. Whereas yeah, if it was, it was a hurricane a, of a little, Yeah, you're just out of breath. But if it was yeah. played a little more straight, you might just be like, oh yeah, I mean, that was funny, but it was kind of stupid. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. But you, 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 all you can take away is just like, I want to be like Jim Carrey, I want to do voices like him, I want, yeah. and I'm going to say, Alrighty then, uh, forever. You forever. Know. It's like, I was trying to think, it was like Borat. I like sex. It's nice. Like, for people who weren't alive or too young to, to know about how comparison. big Ace Ventura was, like, it took over the lexicon. And at that point, I realized this oh. is a phenomenon. This is a cultural phenomenon. Like, it, it was everything. Every, all, like, I was, I was amazed by how many quotes, like, how many lines, like, throughout, like, we watched it, uh, uh, together, Monique and I, and she she was like, we, we're half an hour in. She's like, every single line <laughs> is something that you hear people say today. Take care now. Bye bye then. The who? The her. Alrighty then. Yes, Satan. <laughs>
Like yeah, every yeah. every line. It's it's really <laughs> it really made a, you, quite the impact. Do you have a quick? Do you have a a, a favorite line? On, honestly, I I always the things I always say from this movie that I can think of off the top of my head are like even just mellow things. Like I I say you're a weird guy, Ace. Weird guy. You're a weird guy, Ace. Weird guy. Like if anybody's doing <laughs> strange, I do that. I say your gun is digging into my hip a lot. It's <laughs> just unprovoked. I always thought that was really, really funny. Your gun is digging into my hip. There's a lot of funny lines. The, the funniest part on this watch that I that I maybe didn't appreciate as much when I was a kid is when he's super upset because things aren't going his way and he's talking with Courtney Cox and the dog. Uh, like, what do you feed uh, your my... dog? <laughs> like, he's miserable. He's just very unhappy. I feel sorry for him. Bad diet, isolated environment. It's amazing he's still alive. And then he, he just keeps spiraling. He's like, why don't you cry about it, fatty? Fatty. <laughs> Would you please leave? Why? So you can beat him? Fatty. <laughs> that whole scene, yeah. I was in stitches. Like, it was incredible. The clear lashing out was always, I always thought was very, very funny. Well, why don't you cry about it? Saddlebags? <laughs> might be my favorite scene. It really yeah. might be no, my favorite honestly, scene. No, it's honestly, it's the funniest part. It, it's, it's, it's really funny. Yeah. What's, your, what's your funniest lines? My two, I got two lines that just like always just stick out to me that I that are not like the classic classic lines. <laughs> One is when he says "hungry fella" right in the beginning. Hungry fella. There you go. I don't know. I've always like yeah. said that when I'm hungry, like it yeah. just it, it applies to everyday life. And uh, <laughs> maybe my favorite is uh, uh, I don't do humans. I don't do humans. <laughs> I was, I was just thought that was really funny. Just. Yeah, I was really bummed out just jumping all over the place. There was a, one of my favorite scenes that I always remember is when he, when he's the German dolphin doctor, the dolphin vet, when he comes out of the tank. Heinz gets velvet. I am trainer of dolphins. You want to talk to the dolphin? You talk to me. And he's like, yeah. I got, I got, I got, I got. Like he's doing that whole like, <laughs> and you can quote him. And that wasn't in the version that I just watched. Like I guess. Well, I because it's it wasn't not the in the theatrical. Yeah. It's not the theatrical version. That's like an extended scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I have come to forget that that was not in the theatrical version. It's, it's been in every version I've ever watched. Like enough to the point where we just watched this version and it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, maybe that happens a little later in the film. Like, maybe I just got the timing off. And then yeah. we get to the end of the movie and I'm like mad. <laughs> like, where's the last my scene? 15 minutes, I was like, where's the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just like, it's so funny, you know? And you can quote him. Yeah, and you can quote any spits. Like it's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Did he call you at home? <laughs> Why do you care about the dolphin? Do you know him? Does he call you at home? All right. Uh, now, <laughs> we've gotten all that out of the way. We got. <laughs> All right, we're gonna come back to some positive things. We're gonna come back to some positive. We're gonna come back to some positive things, but we need to address the the elephant. <laughs> the, the elephant. Yeah. Yes. Keith. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I love everybody. <laughs> we don't have to dwell because everybody knows. But it, you have to. This you cannot talk about this movie without mentioning that even when it came out, <laughs> it yeah. was. There, it, it was, was questionable, uh, the yeah. way, the portrayal of, uh, of certain characters. The mistake of doing yesterday, I watched Ace Ventura Peck Detective with my 8-year-old and my 10-year-old. I haven't seen that in, since it came out. Was it good still? <laughs> I didn't realize how 
transphobic that fucking movie is. Uh, the, the film is like, there's no denying that the film is homophobic <laughs> and has a lot of really homophobic moments uh, played for laughs. I'm not passing judgment. I'm not saying you can't laugh at homophobic jokes or any kind of jokes you want to laugh at. I laugh at a lot of the stuff. I'm just saying we can say that and also say it's there. <laughs> like it is, <laughs> yeah. there's a recurring strain of homophobic humor throughout. So do you, so, so yes, everyone knows. If you don't know, go watch the movie. You'll know immediately. But uh, <laughs> I would never disagree with someone who may take offense to this movie. Uh, totally uh, a very valid criticism and complaint about this film. End of sentence, period. I do love the film, and, I, and I, so I want to try and take the side of the film. The first question I ask for you is, do you think it's mean-spirited? I think some of it is a little. So I don't know. Like, if you ask Jim Carrey, like, I imagine Jim Carrey has never felt mean-spirited against, you know, gays, LGBT. Anybody. Like, yeah, like, he, I'm yeah. sure he would be like, no, it was never meant like that. It was just to be funny. But he, it was a different time. Like, you know, the, the, the visceral disgust that everyone has, especially him, at just the thought of having kissed a man. Oh my God! Einhorn is a man! God. That's, to me, like, the more offensive part than even some of, like, the, the trans stuff that, that comes in later in the film. Like, that, that stuff is just like, oh my God, the idea that I might have kissed a guy, I'm gonna basically want to kill myself. Like, that's a very extreme level of revulsion. It, can, can you make jokes about anything? Yes. Was that moment really funny, especially in the time, and is there still a humor to it now? Of course. But it's like, you could, you can, I could, I could hear and understand the argument that from someone of that persuasion to watch that scene and be like, oh, okay, so like, even yeah, just I'm, the thought I'm of kissing gross. a guy repulses yeah, yeah. you. Like, what, what I am makes you so sick that you're gonna put a plunger to your face and burn your yeah, clothes yeah. and like, like <laughs> the most extreme reaction possible. Yeah. No. No. But that's, uh, to your point, the extreme reaction is what's funny about it. It just, yes. you could insert any setup to it. You know, and, 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 and that reaction of him burning his clothes and crying in the shower it's it's just funny on it. So out and forget it's about funny. what is. The joke is funny that anyone react would react like that. Would to react anything. that way to anything to yes. that degree. Yes. But I was surprised by how many of the reviews I read of that time that were like, "Yo, this movie is homophobic it's as too shit." Much. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, actually surprised too. It has rough, and too. I wouldn't have thought people would have been quite that aware. Absolutely. In the early '90s, but yeah, it was it was, so either, it was considered so. problematic then by a lot of people, and yeah. then. To touch on as it continues, the the portrayal of uh, transgenderism is another point of contention because the the point of contention being that character played by Sean Young, uh, Lois Einhorn, are they you know the argument could be are they real are they even transgender like is that that's where you really get in the the weeds of just like oh but then the 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 sensitivities about that are that you're portraying someone that does go through that as nuts and villainous and that they have to be crazy to want to do something like that. Even though if you were a movie, if you're a defender of the movie, you could just argue like, no, 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 this is not transgenderism. This is someone who's psychotic that was willing to go th to any length to tr carry out this dastardly deed. 
But yeah. it's all a little muddy and, and gray and less than ideal when you flip around and show a tucked back penis. <laughs> That's your big <laughs> I reveal. I know. If the lieutenant is indeed a woman, as she claims to be. It gets know, a little I get, dicey. Again, I, I, yeah, I look at the color with, uh, look at the film with, with uh, rose-colored glasses. Is that, is that a, a saying? Indeed. Ro Rosé-colored <laughs> glasses. <laughs> Yeah, I just, because again, I would totally understand if someone took it, like I can see 100% people take offense to it and, and interpreting it in ways, in, in different ways than, than, I, than I did. Yeah, I never, I never thought like that was, you'd have to be crazy to do this, that just this character would go to any lengths to, to exact revenge. It's a much lesser degree, or it's a much further degree of what we talked about a little bit with Mrs. Doubtfire where it's like, that movie is not a commentary on transgenderism at all. It's just playing for laughs a man dressing up as a woman because of that character's goals and, and aspirations. Whereas this could be that taken much further, yeah, <laughs> arguably yeah, yeah. to a much more problematic degree of like, this person has this, this issue that they're trying to resolve and this is the way they've thought to do it, but I think it, it gets a lot murkier because of the, the thoroughness of the transformation and the fact that she is seemingly very attracted to a lot of these male characters. And, it, you know, it's like there, it just gets a lot, there's a lot more uh, sexuality involved <laughs> in this character yeah. than there was, obviously, with Miss <laughs> yeah. Doubtfire. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's wild to watch now. I mean, honestly, like, Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> little sh yeah, you yeah. forget all of it. I was like, oh my God, this, this movie is nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, I thought it was more, I thought it was just interesting on, on myself to see how much I sort of overlooked. And, and, and again, I'm 13 when I first saw it. You know, I'm 12 yeah. when I first saw it. So maybe I shouldn't even have fully realized. Like, but you do watch it today and, you're, and it is like, oh, sh oh shit. It's, it's very a lot. It's very present. It's, it's, so it's, it's crazy to think how much I didn't see so many times over the years until like you get to today and you're like, oh shit, how did well, I not see For a lot of that, this? there wasn't even like a societal general awareness about a lot of that stuff until just the last six, seven years. So it's not crazy to think that a movie 30 years ago that we enjoyed <laughs> like without in, in, in relative ignorance to a lot of this stuff for the first 20 years of its release is, you know, it's, it's yeah. wild. It's, it's, a, it's a really interesting rewatch. Uh, it's still very funny. <laughs> it's still a very <laughs> funny movie. Gun is digging into my head. I want to talk about Sean Young. Okay. Because I, I, I think she's a really fascinating person and character in Hollywood. Have you looked into Sean Young at all? I know you can hopefully color this in a little bit, but I, I know she was sort of on the outskirts of, of Hollywood at, at this time. Yeah. And this may have done her some favors in, in Hollywood and maybe sort of brought her back to the to topic of conversation, it did not. No, I think it's it's almost the opposite, where she was on her way out and this was sort of her last, her last big notable role. I mean, almost, I think it remains that. <laughs> wow. You know? So like, what, so why, why? Do you know why? In a nutshell, well, no, there's, and it's, it's there's sort of like a, a conflicting, a, there's conflicting accounts of, of, of her story in, in Hollywood and in the industry, but the, the short version is, 
she was on, like on a meteor throughout the 80s, like really rising and doing Blade Runner and uh, Dune and No Way Out and did Wall Street and famously didn't get along with Oliver Stone, had her part cut down to almost nothing. And then it kind of took a turn when she was cast as Vicki Vale, who is the love interest in the first Tim Burton Batman movie, uh, in a part that ultimately went to Kim Basinger. But while she was preparing for the film, she was horseback riding for a scene in the movie, and she fell and broke her arm. So they got rid, like, replaced her with Kim Basinger, and then ended up cutting the horse riding scene entirely. <laughs> so it didn't even matter. <laughs> so she lost out on this big role. And then after the Vicki Vale incident, came back for Batman Returns and really lobbied hard to become Catwoman. There is one actress who refuses to give up. She's the only, she says, real Catwoman, and she's gonna join us today with a message to the director, Tim Burton, okay? And was famously made her own Catwoman suit and was like following Tim Burton and Michael Keaton around trying to convince them that put her in it. How dare you not make time to see the Catwoman? Not even so much as granting me a meeting. She started to develop a reputation around that same time she was cast as the love interest in Dick Tracy and was replaced after a week because people said she was difficult to get along with. She claimed that Warren Beatty didn't like her because she wouldn't fuck him. And he he was trying, which is believable. Like, Very believable, about I was going to say. Like, so it's like one of those things that you look back and it seems like almost everyone in every film she ever did did not get along with her. Why do, you, why do people say you're difficult to get along with. Are you? No, but not everybody says that, mm. A. And uh, there are, the place I get called difficult the most is the place in which people are the most afraid of me. Mm. And the place where people are the most afraid of me are like heads of production, or possibly maybe a producer, or a director, mm. or, a, or a leading man. All the people you need to do yeah. what I do. <laughs> Like the, the stars, Harrison Ford didn't get along with her. She had a huge legal thing with James Woods, a movie they did. Like, it, everyone didn't really like her. And, but then you also, like, I felt like in the aftermath of the Me Too uh, everything, I was like, you got, it kind of changes, like, you know, it makes me want to revisit tone. some of that where it's like, oh yeah, the prevailing story forever was just like, oh yeah, Sean Young. She's crazy. Difficult. Like that, that yeah, lady's yeah, nuts. Yeah. Like, but then it's like, oh, we don't know what the fuck she went through. So I'm not, as with everything, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle where she was probably kind of not super easy to work with. Seems to me old Timmy takes himself pretty seriously now. So I'm gonna do you a favor and help you check into reality for a minute. And she probably faced a lot of like horrible Hollywood scenarios. She was also someone that had uh, came forward to accuse Weinstein. Like, I'm sure she's been through the fucking ring or two, and that probably makes someone go a little crazy. So I, yeah. I just try not to pass judgment. Long-winded way to say that, like, the, the prevailing story forever was that she's nuts, but who knows? But who knows? Um, yeah, yeah. And I say all that to say this was sort of her last big role, and I think she's really bad. <laughs> like, I think she does a really, really <laughs> bad job. What the hell is he doing here? And I'm kind Why? of fascinated. How could by anyone that. do a bad job in this movie? It's but, her. Not because I it's so beloved, but just like because it's so over the top. I think she is like maybe not equally as over the top as Jim Carrey, but she is laying it on thick. And maybe that's not what you like about it. No, yeah, like no one like. I think maybe those other roles need to be a little more straight because no one else is going that nuts. Like Courtney Cox is playing it straight. Like if your lead is a is the bit, if his character is so nuts and that's the bit, like everyone else has got to be believable and realistic. And she is just, she's like, 
<laughs> like, she, like she's like she's acting in a spoof. Ventura, when I get out of that bathroom, you better be gone. Like she's acting in Naked Gun. Like, yeah, get him out of here. I need some. Get me a coffee. Like it's not. It's but it's not even great acting for that kind. I don't know. The whole time, every line <laughs> delivery she gave, I was like, oh, that was a weird choice. <laughs> like, yeah, I every think. line. Spare me the routine, Ventura. I know you're working the snowflake case. To me, it sounds like, and I'm speculating, that she knew that she was the bad guy the whole time. And then, like, be a, you know, like, everything is with this, like, edge and, like, as if she was a villain, you know, and at the end, or, like, and that she's, a, and a, you know, a crazy, quote, quote, person. Like, everything's, if you look back at it, it, it seems more uh, realistic in a lo very loose way. You're I, nuts, buddy. <laughs> you, you and Sean Young are nuts. <laughs> but, but at least I could be wrong, but do you understand the point I'm trying to make or am I not even getting to that point? No, I understand what you're trying to make. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's like the performance is bad. Like there's a way to do what you're describing well, and this is not it. She's like, yeah. it's, like she's, it's like she's reading cue cards, but like, oh, I gotta stay in this tone. Aguardo, get me some coffee! Like Emilio, get into the autopsy on Pedactor. Aguardo, send out a memo. No one talks to the press. Yes, ma'am. And somebody get me some coffee! It's just, it's it's not that it's so over the top, though it is. It's just that it's bad. Like, it's just... It's, it's just, all right, well, you just don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to say it's good, but it's, I feel like it's, like, every, I don't know. Everybody else, for the most part, I would say, just sort of recedes into the background. Uh, except for, very strangely, Dan Marino who does an excellent job. And he's great. Marino does a really good job in this movie. <laughs> Best quarterback yeah. acting of all time? I, I don't know. I don't know, Tom Brady and uh, Ted? Take your goddamn teddy bear with you! Oh, holy shit, perfect spiral! Or Ted too, <laughs> one of those Ted's. I'm trying to think of other quarterbacks. Well, I guess Peyton actor. Manning gets a lot of love for his Saturday Night People, Live performances. People like him. People do love him. I throw, you catch. It's not that hard, okay? All right, get the f out of here. Brett Favre and There's Something About Mary uh, leaves plenty to be desired, so he clears him easily. Yeah, he's he's not good. <laughs> hey, Mary. Hi, Mary. <laughs> Brett? What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? It's me, <laughs> Brett. <laughs> yeah. We gotta do There's Something About Mary. I've been wanting to. I would love to. I haven't I watched that to. one in a long time. Any other uh, cons you want to talk about while we're in the cons section? No, I don't think so. I just I was really I was really ha I was really pleased with how how funny I still found it. Like I really enjoyed it. We had a great time rewatching it until I, like Monique got all the way through it and wasn't even 100% sure if she had seen it. Like she's like, oh, I'd seen, I'd seen it. But she grew up watching When Nature Calls, <laughs> like a lot yeah, more. Yeah, I think some just, people get <laughs> yeah. It was like because she's a little younger, so she saw that one more. And so, like, when we got to the end of this one with the flipping around and the disrobing of Sean Young and all that, her jaw was on the floor. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> this is insane. Like, this is, like, she did not know that was coming. So to yeah, watch yeah. someone who didn't know that moment was coming witness it for the first time was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. she just got silent. Like, she just <laughs> didn't, yeah, didn't really laugh yeah. the rest of the time. Like, it was just very intense. It just, it just felt guilty and bad Yeah, yeah, like, oh, my God, what have we done? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I think I often too like I say Bumblebee Tuna a lot, and that's from uh, the the sequel. There's a there's a handful of moments from the sequel. Bumblebee Tuna. Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee Tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. That just kind of get wrapped up 
into this Ace Ventura sort of universe. <laughs> and I think it just goes to the, the, the thing that people really give a shit about are not the movies, but it's Jim Carrey and it's this character. People yeah. just love the character doing stuff. So it doesn't yeah. matter in a, certain, in a certain sense. My um, only memory of When Nature Calls is him being birthed out of the rhino rhinoceros. Yeah. The mother rhino is giving birth. Hot in these rhinos. <laughs> very funny. I say and that I remember a ton. When, when that movie came out, uh, I was always really excited about reading. My mom got People magazine, and I would always read the People movie reviews to like stay up to date on the film goth. Um, and I remember reading When Nature Calls review because I got I was reading through it, reading through it, and it mentioned <laughs> it mentioned a word I didn't understand when I was you know eleven, I think eleven or twelve. And I yelled out to my mom from across the house. I said, Mom, what's masturbation mean? <laughs> and my mom just goes, why? <laughs> I was like, it's in, the, it's in the article about when nature calls. Because it was like dissing the movie and being like, there's a bunch of jokes about masturbation and lewd stuff. And so my mom just made up some answer. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> it's prayer. It's <laughs> prayer. <laughs> Lots of inappropriate it's... jokes about prayer. <laughs> uh, and then when I was reading about sequels, I, I didn't know about this. They made a little kid version. From the people that gave you Ace Ventura, Pet Detective comes. Ace Ventura Jr. In 2009? Well, yeah. You, that, did you go see that in the theater? <laughs> no, I did not go see it in the theater. But I, but I, but I did want to talk about how big this movie, we touched on it a little bit before, but how, how big this movie became and how almost it was, it tried to be, like executives tried to make it IP. Like yeah. they tried to make it uh, a universe, <laughs> you know, that because of how much people loved loved it. Yeah. Uh, it, it, was, it was that big of a deal. It had a cartoon. There was a lot done for this movie to, to continue breathing life into it. Well, and look uh, no further than the fact that When Nature Calls came out the next year. So like that's how successful this was. Was like, oh no, get him back right now. <laughs> yeah, get Jim Carrey back right now. Somebody write a script. We need to film another one right now. And, and a year yeah. later, there's another one. Like that's there's another one. That's crazy. And so I was doing a little research on uh, financials. I'm gonna uh, you know, <laughs> sound like a uh, an industry hack shill. Sure. Either uh, or. <laughs> either or. Whatever. Choose your poison. But uh, I, I was just interested how much money this movie made to, to deem it such a success. Yeah. Uh, and are you aware of any of the financials? I think I read it was made for 15 million and made over like what, 75 or 100 or something like that? Yeah, I made 107 and I thought the budget was 12. To be, I, I think to be that successful on that type of budget, to garner that type of love and to spin all this sort of shit from it, like, yeah, and how much did it make just in home video and shit? You know, yeah, probably it's not, that doesn't count. That's only theatrical. Countless release. more, countless more, yeah, hundreds of countless millions. more. Like the success, the success of the film. Yeah, is just I think just crazy to think about on such a small like big swing indie comedy that just will never exist ever again. It just. I just, I'm like proud of it for that. Like <laughs> yeah. knowing that those movies are dead. They're dinosaurs. Like that's, that's the last Stegosaurus. Goodbye. Goodbye Stegosaurus. <laughs> like it's, you watched it's it die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I want to give it some, a little praise just for that accomplishment. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty incredible. The 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 I guess the last compliment I'll I'll give it. It's it's Jim it's Jim Carrey related. Obviously, it starts and ends with him. But I really like how he's insane but not stupid. <laughs> and I think a different a different movie uh, plays him to be like insane but also really dumb and slipping on banana peels and you know doing like setting himself on fire because he doesn't like understand he accidentally that it's hot. solves the cases correct like, like some in spite dumb, of himself in spite of himself like he lucks into it where I really appreciate the approach of he is the smartest person in the room and he's he just like an agent of chaos he enjoys yeah. it he's a very blue collar sort of disruptor and hates the establishment versus like I'm a dope and I don't understand what's happening around me and I luck into all these things. Yeah, yeah, 100%. There's a version of this movie that could be like that and it would be fucking atrocious. Yeah. So I really love that about this character, whosoever decision that was, if it was Jim's or the original writers, you know, I, I like that he's the smartest person in the room and also insane. Yeah, no, I think that's a really smart observation because I, I thought a lot about that, like, because this is one of the rare movies, I think, like the exceptions to my point that I've made several times in past episodes we've spoken about comedies where it's like I think that big or any kind of comedy where the majority of the comedy comes from your lead being a weird character like the lead being a bit I think that that tends to wear thin quicker and I think those comedies don't age as well because they, they're just not as funny for as long because they're not they're not really set in reality in a way because yeah, yeah. there's an argument that can be made that you know, no one as extreme as Ace Ventura would just exist, <laughs> you know, like in, in functional <laughs> society, uh, just like the guys in Step Brothers or, or Zoolander yeah, yeah. or any of these well, guys. Well, comedy evolves so quickly. Yeah. And, and taste evolves so quickly that the next generation is be like, what the fuck is this? It's not this think is that's funny. Like, so and so that's why point, I, this movie seems like an exception to that because it's still really funny. Like, like I said at the beginning, there, there's only a couple parts that I was like, ah, that that probably was funnier when you know in 1994 when I was 11. Uh, so, but most of it is still really good, even though he's a nut. And I think that your point is why is because the under like yeah the story itself is kind of stupid, and especially in the third act, like the resolution isn't really yeah. a resolution. It's just like let's get it, let's get out of here, everybody. <laughs> like that. That's yeah. have a great night. Tip your waitresses. We're done. Uh, <laughs> but like the buildup throughout the film, I always thought was really good. Because it's it, it is like a detective story. Like it really yeah. is. Like he's using his unique skill set to solve things. Um, like I always love the scene where he's ah, ah, yeah. like showing the cops that he's that he's got it figured out. And it's like those moments you're like, wow, that is this guy is really smart and really good at this. So then yeah. even if you're annoyed by him, you're able to forgive that stuff. A little more because he's actually good at this. Whereas, like yeah. you're saying, if he was just fucking like, oh, 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 yeah. he fell into this secret door and found, you know, you'd be like, okay, this guy needs to shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I can't deal with exactly. This. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If he's one step ahead of you, the audience yeah. too, like, I think that makes people go, oh, all right, I, I like, yeah, cool, fun, interesting. Is it's a little different. So I think it is a really important part to I think why the character works. Yeah. 100%. I 100% agree. 
I think it's wild that the NFL signed off on this. <laughs> like uh, the NFL is as involved as they are to like use their own team and stuff. Like, well, that's the that's the beauty of of the before time is where yeah. like things weren't that expensive. Like in the nineties, they probably didn't even know the value of of their presence to the film. Like it just yeah. was a different financial time where that stuff yeah. wasn't as closely monitored or didn't see as a big value. It's probably almost like, hey, NFL, want to be in a film? Sure. Like, yeah. I'm underselling <laughs> it a bit, but, What are you guys you know? doing here? Making a little movie? Oh, yeah. Use us? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. Dolphins? Eagles? Whatever. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's going to be just rampant homophobia everywhere? <laughs> like, yes, that's what we want our brand associated with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, we. One of the reasons this is a Keith recommendation. See, we do Keith movies sometimes. Yeah. Uh, was and now I don't know the guy's name, so it's a terrible, terrible segue. The Yes Satan. Ventura. Yes Satan. The landlord who just passed away just a couple yes. days ago, as of this recording. Yes. Yes, we should dub in his name. Dub in his name. <laughs> We appreciate you. Breaking Bad, famously, he was a character on Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul, really, really great character actor. And that whole sequence is still very funny. Even though still you know exactly what he's going to say the whole time, it's so funny. It, yeah. Uh, it's great. It, yeah, it's great. With uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were someone else. <laughs> I just, it's still, it's still funny. Just his yeah. delivery and, and, and his, that actor... Uh, his performance, I think, is, is uh, that grizzled. I hear him <laughs> scratching around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I heard animals in there again, Ventura. Yeah, I heard yeah. him scratching he around. Good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's at like a ten. Everybody's yeah. at a ten. Yeah, it's such good stuff. Uh, I also don't want to let the episode end without shouting out the uh, the two. Well, I mean, geez, Louise. There's so many funny. I just had all these thoughts at once. Uh, uh, <laughs> Two uh, more hours on Ice Ventura. The great, the great, some of my favorite scenes are obviously the iconic lines of Laces Out. Laces Out. Like Dan Marino <laughs> should die of gonorrhea and rotten hell and or rotten whatever. Hell, yeah, yeah. That whole scene is great. <laughs> Can I say one more line as well? Yes, when, yes. when the mother says, what a sports nut, huh? <laughs> I love it. What a sports nut, huh? <laughs> I forgot about that line until you started talking about yeah. it. The, her sincerity of like, this is impressive. Yeah, like, yeah. You, have no, you have no fucking clue. Later. He lives for this stuff. Yeah. What a sports nut, huh? <laughs> and then obviously, while it's probably problematic in its own way, the whole time he goes to the institution, <laughs> and that, that entire bit, oh, let's see that again, super slow-mo. Uh, that all, yeah. I mean, that stuff is like so stupid, yeah. but like so high level funny. Uh, yeah. And I'm always blown away by how, how hard he slams his head down on that oh. bench. <laughs> I, since I was a kid, I always think like it can't be as hard as I remember it. And he like I don't know what they did to that bench, <laughs> but he hits the shit out of his. He just that's a concussion. Yeah. 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 You talk about commitment. Like I, I just believe Carrie's like I'm here. I'm doing it. Yeah. One this take, is who baby. this guy is. Yeah, we get one take, and I'm doing it at 11. That whole yeah, he does so many great things. Like performance-wise, yeah. he does a lot of a lot of great things. And just his physical presence and his like body control to be able to go forwards and backwards and, and like make these facial expressions and like to do the just the the rewind bit. Like the way he moves his hips. Yeah, it's impressive. Like it's yeah, a yeah, no, it's a very good. 
job. It's good. It's like really good. Yeah. How it it, it to be that level of uh, the command over your instrument, if you will, to make it yeah. more artsy than it mm. should be. <laughs> you guys would understand. You get, you don't know art the way <laughs> that I do. But <laughs> it's just it really is mind-boggling. He he is a true talent and a unique talent that we will probably never see again. Yeah, I I think you nailed the the most important piece of this episode with talking about that character being competent and being the smartest person underneath of his ridiculous over-the-top facade is what makes the movie work. Because it's, it's not just that he's the smartest guy or that he's a great detective, but he's also cool, which yeah. is completely at odds with everything he's doing. He's also like a fantastic lover. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, you know, like he's, he's a cool guy. I mean, I'm serious, like that stuff is like, He's yeah. good at all this shit that guys want to be good at. So, like, to be the cool guy, to be the guy that's given Courtney Cox four orgasms in a night, to to and be the best detective uh, in the room, but also be stupid and nuts and make all your stupid jokes. Like, I think that's why it worked so much to boys of our generation in particular who were like, "Oh my God, you can yeah, you I'll, can really have it all." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. There, it, there's a hint of aspiration even though he is a cartoon character. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's so good. I, I just hope people will remember Jim Carrey and his greatness forever. I think uh, about it now the way I think about like Schwarzenegger, like kids today only know him as like this old guy and maybe faint memories as a politician. It's like, man, no, man. Arnold was like the shit. Like you don't you don't understand how famous. He was Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan famous. Like he was he was the guy, he was an institution. And I feel that way about Jim Carrey throughout the mid '90s. Like y'all, you got you guys just know he's kind of this weird guy that spars with Trump on Twitter and draws and makes paintings and yeah. that Jim and Andy everything weird yeah, about that. Andy. But like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, he was <laughs> he was a fucking big deal. Like we, like yeah. he was the guy. Yeah, I mean Jim Carrey is is my, like to to continue to heap praise on him. And who cares? I guess what I think. But like he was probably the most impactful person of my like celebrity or like you know like just someone that I like idolize and looked up to yeah. because not only does he do my my favorite movie of all time dumb and dumber like he's the guy this movie obviously wildly funny but then he started to kind of grow up with me and then does the Truman show and does internal yeah. uh, sunshine of the spotless mind and starts to do a little more dramatic and creative pieces as I get older so like his like his impact on me is just, like, I almost can't quantify it because of how many sort of touch points he may have over his career to, to me. Yeah. And I just, I, just, I just love him for it from, like, just a, you know, just a pure enjoyment standpoint. Like, I just love that I've had that experience because of him. So I'm so, like, grateful yeah. for that. Fantastic. Yeah. Well said, Keith. Jim. Thanks. And, and now we go live to Jim Carrey. Jim? <laughs> <Gym? laughs> 